0: And welcome to Crying on My Yoga Mat. My name is JD, and this podcast is all about building a community where, alongside amazing guests, we have real conversations about the low lows, celebrate the highs, and everything in between. I know what it's like to go through life feeling stuck and powerless to do anything about it. Here, you'll meet yourself where you are and learn tangible tools to help you become who you want to be while honoring the journey. You've gotten this far, so let's keep going together. Take a deep breath, and let's go. Hello, you. Thank you so much for being here. This episode, we are going to get into some victim and lack mindset. So buckle on up, sit down if you can, maybe continue your grocery shopping, do what you got to do, but listen good for this one. Our last episode with guest Nabila, she said a quote that has just been playing over and over and over in my head since, and that is, a mindset of lack is harder to find abundance in. So while this quote has been circling around in my head, I've been looking at my own lack mentality and realized that I've actually been in a really, 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 really really long season of victimhood. Okay, let's back it up a bit. JD, what even counts as victim mindset? What counts as lack mindset? Lack mindset, we can call it a different thing and we can call it scarcity mindset. So for that specific section, which we'll get into in a later episode a lot deeper because there's so much to unpack there, but lack and scarcity is just looking at what you already have and not looking at things in a way that they can be replenished. So for me, my lack mentality really kicks in around food. Something that I'm really working on is being able to share my food because food can be purchased again. More potato chips can be bought and it's okay if my partner eats some of the ones that I have that are special for me. It's okay. We can get more. So I get really stuck in Old mindsets of, oh, there is only a finite amount of resources and I need to be a miser with them. Now, victim mentality. (sighs) Taking a deep breath there. Usually we hear victim mentality talked about as kind of diagnosing other people with it or just learning about it as a topic. But here on Crying on My Yoga Mat with JD. You know that we are all going through things together. So this episode is going to be largely with examples from my own personal experience. So I hope you already know that I think of us as friends. Even if this is the first episode you're listening to, too late. You're already my friend. Hello. So whatever your beverage of choice is, I've got my hot cup of tea. You might have some chai, an iced coffee. You might have an espresso. I don't know what you've got in your cup, but get ready to sip on it because This is a tricky topic. This is something I am still very much in. And I needed to call myself out and in on this recently. So as your friend, I'm also calling you in and maybe calling you out a little bit, but with so, 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 so much love and grace. So take a sip of your beverage, Take a deep breath, and let's talk more about victim mentality. Victim mentality is intensely hard to see while we're in it. You'll remember I just said that I'm realizing that I have been in a very, very long, like when I say very long, I mean like lifelong with brief periods of not being in state of victimhood What it looks like for me is feeling that that I'm the one that things are going wrong for. It's seeing that I'm not being blessed in abundance in the way that other people are. It's being in a situation and feeling like I'm the only one that got the raw end of the deal. That all sounds really natural right because it is those are natural things to feel victimized by because in a lot of these circumstances you have every right to feel the victim because very likely something did happen to you someone did wrong you a circumstance did not work out in your favor and maybe it did for the other parties involved the tricky bit of victimhood is when we stay there When we see the really sucky thing that happened to us and we are experiencing the emotions, the repercussions that we don't see other people facing, we can feel very justified in those feelings. I know I do. I, as an Enneagram 4, feel that feelings need to be felt all the way through. If I see that I am the only one that's going to be paying attention to this, then, yeah, I'm going to be paying attention to it. One of the biggest short-term benefits to a victim mentality is the fact that it draws our attention to the fact that there was an injustice and that there is a need for a remedy. For my own personal example, when I'm feeling really deeply a victim, my Enneagram 4 tendencies to hold really strongly onto emotions and to make sure that they're felt and that justice is seen makes me hold so tightly onto situations and times that I've been wronged. And I get stuck in victimhood. And to be honest with you, I don't fully know how to let go of that. In a little bit here, we'll talk about the plan that I have to move forward from these mentalities. But here in the rawness, I don't know how to move past emotions and injustices when I don't think that they're going to be given the time of day or thought or emotion that they deserve, that I deserve. So many of these times, these situations in which we feel like a victim, it really feels like a personal attack, hey? It seems as though the perpetrator is saying to our face that we don't matter, that the experience that we are having isn't worthy or valid, that we aren't. And sometimes I remain there, too long. I remain in the mire, in the pain that in reality has become tenfold because of how strongly I'm gripping it. I make sure that the negative feelings are felt by at least me, because it needs to be felt right. But victim mentality is not for the long term. And I'm realizing that in my own digging in to what my victim mentality is and what it actually looks like, I realized that my victim mindset is really often me giving away power and responsibility Victim mentality gives away power in the sense that you become a bit of a passenger, whether purposely or unintentionally, when you are in victim mindset. Even the word victim means that there has to be someone or something else involved in the situation in order for you to be a victim. There needs to be a perpetrator, an aggressor, an assailant. This part is frustrating for me because thinking about it and thinking about the fact that the things that I'm hung up on that I feel a victim about, the other people do not care. They do not think about me. And that fucking sucks. Like, holy wow, that sucks. And I get stuck again in that, oh, but if no one else is going to feel or see this injustice that's been done to me, then I have to feel this injustice. I have to make sure that someone is going to stand up for me. But I'm realizing literally as I said this out loud that I can stand up for myself in other areas. I can stand up for myself in my daily life. I can show up. I can take back my responsibility. I love putting my responsibility in the hands of others so that I don't ever have to fail. So that when something goes wrong, it's not on me. Because I'm tired of being wrong, I'm tired of lack of being a victim. It's so much easier to allow other people to have the power and the responsibility and to just sit back, be in that passenger seat. It's easier to be angry at someone else than it is to be angry at me. Because guaranteed, I'm going to get a lot angrier and a lot more tough on myself than I will be on a different person. Think in your life about some of the areas where you maybe rightly feel wronged. With curiosity, consider if there are any spaces in which you have given away some of your power or responsibility and have been frustrated with how your power or responsibility has been handled. I invite you to think about what it would feel like to take back some of that power And some of that responsibility. Realization of victim mentality is difficult enough on its own. So take another sip of your beverage. Take another deep breath with me. (sighs) Here is something that I have had to tell myself a lot. And it is you and I are the perpetrator more often than we see when looking back and trying to think on specific examples of where i had victim mentality i was thinking back on examples where i was a victim absolutely i was a victim but looking deeper on those circumstances there were a lot of layers in which i was also perpetrator i put myself in the circumstance as much as there were definitely parts I did not sign up for. Those parts that I didn't sign up for were largely consequences of the choices that I made. Now, the choices that I made were born out of pain and sadness and loneliness and perceived need. The things that we do to survive and to keep ourselves going don't always serve us long term it's easy for me to look back and go, oh, I was just doing what I felt I needed to at the time. I was this, I was this, I was this. And that's true. And I hold that version of myself with such gentle love because holy shit, she needed it. But now, looking back, I'm also able to say, yeah, okay, so I made this choice that led to this and it's okay that I did that it sucked the consequences sucked the most and yeah I didn't see these other people or equally guilty parties pay penalties that I did and that sucks but it helps me to remember that who you are has multitudes You are never only one thing, aside from, I mean, your name. I am J.D. I am always that. But I am not solely a victim. I am not solely the aggressor. I'm also funny. I'm also kinda smart. And I am so many other things at the same time. While there will be moments... Where I am not acting out my own values. That doesn't make up the entirety of who I am. With all of that said, and that was a lot, trust me, I know. Let's talk about our plan. So for me, again, with being an Enneagram 4, a lot of the time when I'm scrolling social media or interacting with other beings in the world, the first thought that enters my head is I wish I wish I was prettier. I wish I was as pretty as them. I wish I had as many friends as them, etc., etc., etc. And what I'm doing now, when my brain goes to I wish, I am using a few lines that are in this money mantra song that I will link in the show notes that I'm listening to every single day. And the lines are, I am thankful to be me. Already, I'm complete. So whenever my brain is saying I wish, I'm thinking I'm thankful to be me. Because I am. And I hope you are too. You and I have worked so hard to get where we are. It is scary to call back and take back power and responsibility. And if you're scared... I am too. If you want to talk more about how you specifically can learn more about your own victim mindset, if you've listened today and realized, ooh, some of this does hit home with me, but I do not know where to go from here, send me a message. On Instagram, it's crying on my yoga mat, or an email, crying on my yoga mat at gmail.com. I would be happy to go through with you and figure out a next step because this is so freaking hard and you are not alone. Victim and lack mentality is so pervasive and it's really hard to see while we're in it. It can look like us feeling like the world is not for us. So often, the reason that you feel like a victim is completely valid You absolutely have every right to feel the way that you do, and you also have the right to feel better and achieve more. We are in this together. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I am so grateful to you, and I hope to hear from you soon. Talk to you next week thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please share it on social media you can tag me on instagram at crying on my yoga mat so i can see what you're learning and loving about the show until next time